Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And the Betches Sub Podcast is your daily rundown of all the craziest shit happening in the news brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Welcome back to Monday, Brian. Happy, yeah, I guess happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what's up? I just spent my weekend listening to um, folklore. What about you? Same same thing. All folk- folk- folklore all weekend. I, know. I can't get enough of it. Folk, I can't. I was, trying, I was trying to think of a funny fucking folk pun. <laughs> it's really folk and good. How about that? <laughs> okay. Well, wait. But so we actually have, in honor of folklore, um, Brian and mm-hmm. I have a fun game we're going to play in a second. But before that, we just need to remind everyone that there is there are a hundred days until the election. So most importantly, um, the most important thing to do is to register to vote and request your mail-in ballot. Um, or your absentee ballot, or whatever it is, depending on what state you're in. If you need to register, you can or check your registration. You can text Betches to four zero six four nine, and you can either register or check your registration there. Um, I think that early voting starts pretty soon in some states, and it is just I can't even emphasize the importance of getting your vote in early enough, mm-hmm. um, as soon as and, possible. And you can also help your friends get registered. The, the thing about, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already are the annoying friend of like, like trying to get people to be more political, which is great. I'm that person too. Um, but you know, now you like, if you're listening to this podcast, you really should like, if you are already registered, talk to your friends, help them get registered. And if you think of it, like that movie, pay it forward. If we all do this, then a lot more people will be registered to vote. And, you know, 80,000 votes in three swing states gave us Donald Trump for the last four years. So let's not let that happen again. Yes. So just 100 days, text Betches to 40649 to register. Um, we also have some exciting um, election-related merch. And 20% of your purchases, go, excluding tax and shipping, um, go to the ACLU Voting Rights Project. Speaking of that, they are currently combating voter suppression efforts. So any money for them is helpful. And you can get some really cute merch. We have the Flip the Senate sweatshirt, the Big Ballot Energy Tote, and more if you go to shopbetches.com and look at the SUP podcast merch. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. I think we actually are working on some more. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. And remember that 20% of your purchase, excluding tax and shipping, goes to the ACLU Voting Rights Project to combat voter suppression efforts. Um, and that is at shopbetches.com. Mm-hmm. So now for the big important news, Taylor Swift's new album. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? What are your favorites? I love it so much. I do. Same. I like, I, I don't know. Like, it's really a, like, I don't, I also like love reputation. I'm just like, I guess a big Taylor Swift fan. 
Like, I don't know if I will ever not like her. And it's funny because I'm in a, like, a small, like, a, a lot of people like Taylor Swift, obviously. She's, like, one of the most famous musicians in the world. But within the gay community, I would say that it is not a very large, she doesn't have a big stand demographic, Taylor Swift, which I get. But I'm, like, I feel like, because every, every time I try and play Taylor Swift at, like, a party or, like, for friends, they're always like, why the fuck are we listening to Taylor Swift? I'm like, you guys just don't get it. I was just gonna say her music is so, I think like undeniably good. Like I don't, I know people have like a bone to pick with her personally. Mm-hmm. And I see in this like heavy, like gossip blog driven culture, including us, you mm-hmm. might, um, why that would be the case. Um, but her music is just so good that yeah. I, I just like, it's undeniable. Well, me and me and uh, one of our coworkers have actually like have gotten into like multiple arguments about Taylor Swift. <laughs> me, me and Dylan specifically. Really? I'm always like trying to defend her. I'm like, but I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm. But then I've like realized I'm like I'm not coming from an unbiased place. So I probably should just like not say anything <laughs> because I'm extremely biased. But I love. So I love my tears ricochet, which is the fifth song. So and actually the only one that she wrote by herself. Oh, really? I love, I love Cardigan. Same. That's one of my tops. Lo- yeah, for sure. And then I love Betty, obviously. Same. That's my dog's name, too. And so that helps. Um, this is Me Trying. I like a lot. And I really like Peace. It's so interesting. You, We actually like opposite songs. Like the ones other than um, Cardigan and Betty. So the Cardigan mm-hmm. August Betty thing, that that is like my favorite. I think it's so cool that that is like mm-hmm. that she did that. And other than that, I really like Exile. Mm. Um, and I really like, um, I didn't think I would like, I didn't like the song at first, but now I really do Epiphany. Mm-hmm. I like both of those two. <laughs> They're all really good. Um, oh, I like that. Oh my gosh. How do you feel about the fact that your favorite topic, nepotism, made it into um, Taylor Swift's album? I know. Track number three, The Last Great American Dynasty, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's really interesting. It is a very folk album because it's like stories. That's what folk music is. It's like, yeah. Uh, you, you're like, and it's, I guess it's like more like pretty Americana, which is interesting. Um, should we play? Yeah, she's such game? a good writer. So we made up a game. Um, Brian and I are going to quiz each other on random lyrics to see who knows folklore better. <laughs> So yeah. far. So we're each going to do three. Brian's mm-hmm. going to go first. I'm going to go second. I wonder if we picked any of the same ones. That'd that be would be so unlikely. There are so many words. I know. Okay. Um, so my first one is, this one's like three lines technically. Okay. So it's like, but if I just showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go fuck myself? Oh, uh, Betty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yours are so, This if yours are, I think I like mine. No, that was, there. that, that that one was that one was my only least more obscure one, least okay. obscure one. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I just think it's funny that she says that. Yeah. Um, a friend to all is a friend to none. Uh, that's in Cardigan. Wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Use you all three of yours. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah, me too. I, I, I get that. Chase um, two girls, lose mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, every time you call me crazy, I get more crazy. And when Mad you say, woman. yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when someone says I'm acting crazy too. or angry, I'm, I get angrier and crazier, but I'm not a, a woman, but I still relate. <laughs> I love that song a lot. Um, okay. I'm going to go. Okay. My first one is 
Sweet tea in the summer. Cross my heart. Won't tell no other. That's cardigan, right? Sweet, no. sweet, sweet tea in the summer. Car- or is it? I was just listening to this song. Um, it's like a middle. It's is it? Um, is that the one with? Is that this is me trying? No. Fuck. What is it? Seven. Seven. I told I was, you I picked like really obscure ones. I wasn't gonna get that. Okay, I think you'll get this one. Okay. Does a scorpion sting when fighting back? Um, that's Mad Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there's a rumor I was reading about Easter eggs that that song is about Hillary Clinton losing the presidential election. Oh, I'm gonna have to read that on Genius Lyrics after this because Hillary Clinton is a Scorpio. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I see mm-hmm. that. I get a lot of Scorpio energy now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there, is a, there are a lot of political vibes on this, mm-hmm. which actually brings me to my next lyric and our first story. Mm-hmm. Hold your hand through plastic now. Doc, I think she's crashing out. Is that um, Epiphany? Yup. Yeah. That one, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> well, I I picked it because honestly, it brings us to our first news story. Yeah. So, uh, and we just, were really good at the game. So I think yeah. we're both we're both you know we're really learning, learning memorizing the important information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We our, our our heads are in the right places. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic. The next time you are searching for the perfect gift, now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying. He loves airplanes. He loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. I'm Betch's co-founder, Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. So the U.S. now has a quarter of all coronavirus cases in the world. We've recorded, and this galaxy. Um, <laughs> sorry. Good point. <laughs> that's not, I don't know if that's funny. Okay, so we've recorded, <laughs> we've recorded at least a thousand deaths for four days straight now. While many localities and states have mask mandates, they are difficult to enforce and people don't seem to be taking it seriously. 
Meanwhile, in Hong Kong, not wearing a mask could land you with a $645 fine, um, which is, I think, you know, makes sense. You get a fine if you're not wearing a seatbelt in a car. Um, I don't see, there's not really that much of a difference. And the seatbelt is only to protect you, not to protect mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are also signs that rising cases might be stabilizing, meaning it's still pretty bad, but it's just not getting worse. Um, which is never yeah, fun. I- like <laughs> people think like, oh, it's good. It's plateauing. It's like, no, um, it's still pretty bad. It's like, oh, my, um, my something is, my rash is flaring up, but at least it's staying the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Do you, do you remember, um, New York having that moment too? I remember when we had the plateau moment and everyone was like, great. Well, there's still mm-hmm. 8,000 people. <laughs> Like, I know. Well, the good thing about the New York situation was, is like, I, at least everyone was like doing something about it. Right. Well, I mean, I did see some people in Minnesota, Minnesota on with a swast with a swastika mask on, so they are wearing in, something. In a Walmart. I mean, yeah. it's like, I, I, obviously, like, I, I mean, it's awful. I'm like, at least they're wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, I like. It's, it's just really, fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're banned from going to Walmart ever again now. Those that family. Yeah, people. that's um, sweet revenge. You will not yeah. get your savings. Mm-hmm. And how, how do they enforce shit like that? That's what I never understand. They might have like pictures of them. <laughs> but in every Walmart in the country, like I don't get that. Well, they're probably banned from that Walmart. And then like okay. maybe they could make, I don't know. I don't know what Walmart, they look, if they can get, they have some serious logistics capabilities, Walmart. If they can figure that's out true. how to get, I don't know. Some fucking. They have someone just standing at the door greeting you. That's how many people are are there. Yeah. It's like, hey, what's your job? Oh, I greet people. Um, In China and South Korea, cases are higher than they've been in months. North Korea has also reported its first case, but like, who, you know, it's North Korea. Who believes anything? First and its millionth. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so Corona is actually in the White House now this morning. President Donald Trump's national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, tested positive for COVID-19. His diagnosis marks the highest ranking Trump administration official known to have tested positive. And it's unclear whether O'Brien last met with Trump. It's unclear when he last met with Trump, but the last known meeting was two weeks ago. Um, You know, he's not meeting with his national security advisor. So this is, this is actually working out for Trump that he doesn't get his, he doesn't, read his briefings or get it briefed right he's just gonna like, he, got, he got he got corona he got the corona hoax yeah yeah um and obviously this is having a strong effect on the economy given that we're still recording about sixty six thousand new cases a day um it doesn't seem like we're gonna go back to normal anytime soon are you sensing normalcy impending or what are you feeling no, I'm not feeling normalcy impending at all. I'm like thinking of like, I, it's, you know, every, there's still no, I, I mean, it's not to just make it all about food, but that's what we all revolve around. Um, there's still no indoor dining. I'm never, I'm not going to be inside a place for a very long time. I don't think like that isn't yeah. like my own home without a mask. It's, it's, I'm like, I can't see that happening anytime soon. I completely agree with that. Like, I just don't get how. And then when it is winter and there's not as many opportunities to just do whatever we want outside or like make things happen, wait outside in a line mm-hmm. to go into like, I don't know, an establishment. But yeah, I mean, regardless of 
that reality, um, Congress is continuing to do nothing about it. Um, they still have not passed another relief bill. Um, and at the end of this week, the extra $600 of weekly unemployment benefits will expire, which is like definitely what's keeping a lot of people afloat. Um, today, Republicans in the Senate are expected to unveil a $1 trillion proposal while the Democrats wanted about $3 trillion in relief. Um, the Republican version includes another round of $1,200 stimulus checks and additional payments for children, though less than the Democrats were offering. The Democrats version also includes support for undocumented immigrants. I can't imagine them, uh, the Republicans, giving into that at this point. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the, the Republicans doesn't, and many were cut out of assistance offered in the original um, relief bill, the CARES Act. Um, the Republican bill changes unemployment benefits to be up to 70% of a person's income, um, and, and they also include an extension of the eviction moratorium and tax credits for small businesses. So like an incremental Hoover like approach almost. Well, um, they were saying that they can't even like, there's not an easy way to go about figuring that out. Like how, like to figuring out like a percentage of someone's income, like they don't have yeah. the systems in place to figure out what everyone makes in a month, especially like what if you are a server or someone who like, like like a, a tip worker, like your 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 don't weekly care. wages is never the same. Right, and they don't care. They don't yeah. give a fuck. They simply don't give a fuck. Um, they also want to replace uh, the unemployment tax credit with benefits for persons adjusted for a person's lost wages and only up to seventy percent though, which they say will incentivize people to go out and find work. But where? Where no fucking jobs? Where? Who's hiring? I don't know. Amazon? I don't know. I maybe Amazon, you know, like, and there was that whole, there was this, are... this whole conversation. There's all, that's the whole, their whole new, like <laughs> Ivanka's plant, like new, new like find program is new. go find something new. It's like, how the fuck are we just going to go find something new? Also, it's rich coming from you. Like <laughs> who's only ever worked for your father. Whose father has only ever worked for their father. You know, it's like, and it's, his father before him and his father before him. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing in the Republicans bill, it's also based on what individual states offer to these unemployed people. So they're basically the mercy of their state. So like if you don't live in a state that gives a shit about you or has the revenue, go fuck off is basically what they're saying. Yeah. So not to mention the economy's reopening is taking steps backward, not forward. And it's unclear what jobs people can even go back to. The childcare industry is also in crisis, and most schools are not returning for in-person classes, another barrier many people have to re-entering the workforce. And so that actually is, brings us to what we're, I mean, tomorrow's episode, I mean, we're not, we're not ending right now, but just so you all know, tomorrow's episode of The Sup is actually an interview with um, Representative Catherine Clark, who is the Vice Chair of the Democratic Caucus and is the highest ranking woman in the House after Nancy Pelosi. And that conversation is specifically going to be about the need to bail out the childcare industry. She is proposing $50 billion in um, $50 billion in federal assistance, about the same the airline industry got. So tune in tomorrow for tomorrow's episode for that. Remember when this whole thing started in like the middle of April, end of April, and like Jay Powell and like the, Fed, the Federal Reserve just like came up with $2.3 trillion to pump back into the economy? Yeah, they it's always like, come up with it when they want it for themselves. And it's like, oh, 
everyone's like, how are you going to pay for this? How are you going to pay for this? And it's like, oh, well, let's just, we have this $2.3 trillion that we just had in our back pocket. And now we're just going to throw it out. Now that there's this crisis. Maybe throw some of that, you know, back to the American people, whatever. Um, so in terms of unemployment, the White House is actually in favor of continuing the $600 benefit. It wants to pass that immediately as a stopgap, then return to a larger relief bill for both chambers to negotiate. The extra Wait, so why do the Republicans not want that if the White House does? I th- they like they have this issue where they can't even get on the same page. Like you know, like because even like Mitch McConnell, the, like over the weekend, he tweeted out that video of him stop talking about like wearing a mask. He's like saying that, like this will not disappear. Where we have President Trump like giving an interview on Fox saying eventually it will disappear. It's like yeah, eventually it will disappear, and eventually the entire Earth will be sucked in into a black hole because the sun is going to collapse in on itself. Like I can say that about anything. Uh, so. <laughs> It's true. Like it's okay. Like crazy. This is nihilist hour at the Best of Some podcast. <laughs> I've noticed that on I, no because point. I do because I do the Monday episode. Like I'm just like stewing all weekend, and I get into I do the Monday podcast, and I just like pontificate, and I am like so negative. But by the end of the week, and when I do the next set, my next episode, I'm more like in like I'm more optimistic. I don't know what it is. Like the Mondays just you know bring me down. It's just funny because like I do the Monday episode with you, and I also spend my weekend steering about shit so really great conversation <laughs> so uh, yeah the extra unemployment benefits passed by congress this year have injected billions into the economy and if those benefits shrink that missing boost could cause widespread damage we're talking about about 19 billion dollars um nancy pelosi said she's willing to negotiate to get assistance to americans as soon as possible but declined to say whether democrats would be willing to accept an unemployment insurance enhancements that is lower than $600. Um, but she also said her method is just easier beyond the claim that paying people living wages to support their families in a time of crisis is overly generous. It's just easier and more efficient to pay out a flat rate than determine a percentage of people's wages individually. Right. Like who's going to, who's going to be calculating this set? Like we said earlier, this 70% thing, like, is it on the companies? Mm-hmm. Because the companies probably just laid off a bunch of people and don't really have resources or time to figure out mm-hmm. shit because the government doesn't would rather give billionaires money than like normal people mm-hmm. we don't even know how much money steve mnuchin gave away who by the way I, this is really a tidbit i was looking up steve mnuchin earlier um for fun and uh his his par- his, his, his his grandparents were diamond miners who oh. immigrated from Russia. And then his dad was like, worked for one of the big banks, like Do down on Wall Street. Yeah, it was one of the, it was one of the, those huge, I was like, oh, he just comes from money too. Might have been Goldman Sachs. He worked for I Goldman Sachs. I think it Sachs. was Gold, I think it was Goldman Sachs. His yeah, dad was a, was a Goldman Sachs. That's why he's a deep, hardcore crony. Mm-hmm. Caitlin and I talked about this. Like the only people left are the deep, hardcore cronies who are, You'll notice they're generationally wealthy, like Betsy DeVos, Steve Mnuchin, the actual Trump family. Worth hundreds of millions, Steve Mnuchin. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. 
Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Let's switch gears um, to anti-Semitism and an incident with the British grime musician Wiley um, that he posted on Twitter over this weekend. Um, He's received a seven-day Twitter ban and has been dropped by his management company um, because he basically published a series of tweets asserting that Jews systematically exploited black artists in the music industry. Um, And in one tweet, he likened Jews to the Ku Klux Klan. Um, And he also posted several video clips on his Instagram over the weekend with similar statements. He also like called out Drake, I assume because Drake is Jewish. Um, Mm -hmm. And in response, a lot of celebrities, politicians, and other high-profile British artists have pledged to join a 48-hour walkout from Twitter to protest what they say is an inadequate response to his comments. Um, Because he was originally only banned from Twitter for a few days, but then they imposed a week-long ban. I wish they would do that to the president. Um, Mm -hmm. And some of his tweets have actually been deleted because they violated his hateful conduct policy. Um, But there are some that are still up. So people are like a little annoyed. Um, But yeah, obviously that's like super fucked up. And yeah, I'm appreciative that there are people who are calling it out and that Twitter banned him. Mm -hmm. It's just like you've talked, you've talked about this before, but you know, minorities and um, minorities like going after each other is, what do you say? It only helps the oppressor. Yeah, that's what, that's what, wealthy i don't mean just wealthy like i mean generationally wealthy often like non-jewish non like non-muslim individuals who are white men mm-hmm. who have and and really the key is the generational wealth and then i don't know i think that they play white identity politics so that they can get less generationally wealthy white men on their side to kind of do their bidding. And that's where you get all these like crazy militias. Yeah. Um, and before we end, we just want to give a quick update on the protests. Uh, protests across the nation were met with force this weekend on Saturday night, 47 protesters were arrested in Seattle in response to very clear signals from the community that they do not want more federal law enforcement there. The department of Homeland security said that even more uh, CPB agents will be sent to the city to remain on standby to help protect it, federal facilities. Um, 
it's funny that they're doing the exact opposite of what they want. Um, a similar situation has unfolded in Portland, Oregon, which has become a focal point of ongoing unrest after President Trump sent federal agents to the city earlier this month to protect federal property. Other demonstrations took over city streets in Aurora, Colorado, Oakland, California, Louisville, Kentucky, and other locations. In Austin, Texas, a man was killed on Saturday after shots were fired into a crowd of protesters. A suspect is in custody. I was seeing that in Portland that people were bringing, started bringing law, um, like uh, leaf blowers to protest because they would be throwing tear gas so they would, tear, they would blow the tear gas back to the I saw that. Officers. I yeah. mean, you know, after watching Hamilton, it's that kind of ingenuity that won the colonists the revolution. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. They were outnumbered, outgunned, outmanned, out whatever. You know this <laughs> Outnumbered, yeah. outplanned. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Guerrilla warfare. Yeah. It was really, you know, that's got to be. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, I just, I, uh, I, I, it just makes me nervous for, because you, they, they don't need to be there. And we all know why he's sending these people there and to these spaces specifically. You know, it's just, it's just funny speaking about um, like the militias earlier. It's that like, those people are always like, I'm have my gun to, to protect against like government attacks and like infringement. And it's like, where are you now while yeah. the government is attacking? Yeah. I mean, here's hoping that people who support that will realize that this is it's the exact opposite of all the things that they fight for and will actually be like, wait, Trump, don't do that. But I don't know if that's going to happen. That doesn't really fit with like, the patterns of the yeah. demographics, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's stressful. But, you know, there's only, we can only go up from here this week since. That's true. You don't have time to stew today. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think this brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, until the return of democracy, I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this has been the Betcha Sub Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.